October has come and gone quickly, and the leaves have fallen uh, around my apartment. And now as they gather in piles at my windows, my place is slowly beginning to feel like a burrow. But I don't feel that I have time to go into hibernation this winter. There's too much to do. So let's talk about what I've done. The main project in October was Eonation, a small, bitsy project. Game, poetry, digital zine, I don't quite know what to call it. I had never used Bitsy before, and the thought was that it would allow me to create something quickly uh, and finish it quickly, so maybe I could create something spooky for Halloween, but that was not the case. Not to say that it isn't easy, it is uh, easier than other ways of making things, but uh, many things got in the way, myself, my mind, motions, other projects, freelance work. It was a good learning opportunity, though, to realize that the way that I structure my time and the way that I make things doesn't fit in line with what uh, you're taught or what I was taught about making schedules. In fact... The whole process was built on a guess about how I should do things. The fact of the matter is the entire project began because I was thinking about the fact that Patreons require consistency. Not just Patreons, products and in the system we live in, everyone is a product, especially if you try to make a living off of what you do. And so I thought, okay, well, in order to make this work, in order to build what I'm doing up to a sustainable level, I have to be consistent. I have to put out a regular product that people want. The problem with that came from a, well, the problem with the idea as I discovered it, as I was working, uh, came from a lecture I watched someday after a few hours of pixel work, where it's a lecture from an AI researcher who figured out that Better results come from search systems in AIs that don't have an objective. Uh, I'm going to link the video so that you can watch it here. Uh, I already posted it earlier in the month. It's called Design Without Objectives. But essentially, the, the experiment was in order to create an AI that uh, can can 
solve a problem or reach an objective, uh, designing it with the objective in mind and then trying to get it to reach that objective didn't work as well as designing the thing or the AI to search for novelty and then try all possible permutations of novelty. It actually got to, uh, well, in this case, it was a maze. It got to the end of the maze faster. And I think I see that in my own creative past, my own work. I don't do super well when I set myself goals that are discreet and explicit when it comes to creativity. So when I said, okay, I have to produce something by the end of this month that people will want and enjoy, I was creating a goal that had two factors. One, timing. I have to do it in a limited amount of time. And two, quality. It has to be of sufficient quality to be impressive. I could have just said I need to make anything by the end of the month. But I feel like if I just produced, if I just produced what I'm capable of in this moment, you probably wouldn't enjoy it very much, which I suppose says a lot about me and what I think about my work. But the result was that I was sort of paralyzed by that second half, that there were times when I didn't know how to proceed in the work because it really was, I don't know, this free-flowing experiment of poetry. And I would work for hours on something and it wouldn't feel right. It wouldn't feel good. And it's like, well, time's wasting, so I have to put it away and continue. And I feel like if I had finished it and rushed, it would exist. But I don't think it would be what it could have been and what people would enjoy. So that type of deadline doesn't really work for me. Someone I know, a creative colleague of mine, said as such at the beginning of the month that that was probably putting too much pressure on me and uh, they were right. So the question then is, what do I produce every month that people want? because consistency is still the issue. So there's some possible ideas that I came up with to solve that problem. One is try to repeat the process of uh, creating a tiny thing at the end to finish in one month, but do away with the stipulation of quality and instead focus on my own personal enjoyment of the process. So work on things until I find something that I enjoy doing enough to want to do it repeatedly. And maybe that's how I find the thing that I produce every month. Uh, the other thing, other idea was to make this the update that you all enjoy. That's why I'm recording this again. I had done text updates for a while after a couple attempts at doing this recording. 
because I didn't know what to say and this takes more time to produce and uh, yeah it it just didn't feel right before but again maybe it doesn't feel right because I'm not judging myself right or I'm not judging my work right I can't be sure but the idea is that I continue to post these and this audio update is a little bit more substantial than a blog post probably easier for you to enjoy if you uh, can hear things and can just listen while working on other things uh, the third option was to come up with some project arbitrarily uh, that is independent of the other projects that I do that it, I can be consistent with, you know, of illustration zine, uh, poetry zine, something that feels uh, within the realm of my possibilities of skill uh, and just do it every month and then allow my side projects like my tiny home designs and my apps and tools and any larger game prototypes to be a thing I do separate from that. The problem with this idea is that I also freelance to pay my bills. Uh, it supplements this. And so that would be three things I have to do every month, which makes the possibility of doing finishing any of them or getting uh, substantial work done in any of them less lesson because I have less time to put into them. So that is something I'm still trying to figure out. I think for this month, November, consistency will come from these updates. Hopefully, this rambling, uh, meandering idea of a monthly journal will be entertaining to you, or at least enjoyable, and that will be enough, and then I can continue working on side projects. But then I might be. I mean, I'm going to look at the only metric I can, whether people are listening, whether people are resonating, responding, supporting me, uh, and I'll try something else. If it doesn't. So we'll see. I suppose this all begs the question, uh, why do I do this? My Patreon is unusual in comparison to a lot of Patreons I see. I don't have a fixed 
thing uh, that I produce. This isn't a, a Patreon to support making a video series like the excellent Do Not Eat uh, City Skylines videos. It's not supporting a regular zine. Uh, it's not even really a travel log because I currently can't travel, can't afford to travel. But I persist in it because I don't want to live a life where I am uh, working for others. I want to eventually reach a point where I can devote myself totally to whatever ideas uh, catch my fancy so that I can explore, uh, that I can uh, follow my creative intuitions where they lead me. And that is difficult because that process doesn't yield consistent success. It is not a sure bet when it comes to creating something that has to be content or a product. And so I'm still struggling to square that circle. How do I build this life and in the process uh, build it sustainably so that I can share it with others as much as possible. So we'll see where that goes. Another big thing that happened this month uh, was a friend visited from college, someone I had known, I've known for years that we hadn't spent time in person in years. And it was a reminder of how much I've changed in the past decade. Something that I wasn't quite aware of in the moment to moment because so often I feel stuck. The mental health struggles that I have make it feel like I am spinning my wheels all the time. And in many ways I have been, but I've still changed. And the way we interacted, the time we spent together, the fun we had highlighted those changes as I compared it to how we used to interact. In some ways, it was kind of melancholy because I didn't change as much as I'd hoped. In other ways, it was surprising because I had changed in ways I hadn't realized. And it also showed me that what matters to me has changed a great deal. The why of my doing had changed. 
well, more precisely, the previous why had become undone. The question of why to make things is something that I think about a lot. What is the purpose of what I'm creating? Who is it for? Why am I driven to do it? And I feel this tension because in the moments where I'm at the height of my creativity, it often doesn't have a goal. It doesn't have a pre-stated objective. It seems almost uh, outside of my control where I'm going. And that's a strange feeling to feel like I don't know how to make with someone in mind, with a person in mind, with a thing in mind, with a group in mind. But that video made me think that perhaps I am more like a procedural generation machine and maybe I'm getting closer to the truth of creativity. I mean, that sounds arrogant and vain, but... I think that discovery is almost always an accident, the result of a mistake. And that runs up against our concept of success in a uh, capitalist commercial world. People don't want to buy mistakes, but all of life grew out of mistakes constant mistakes until you make one mistake that is actually great. And so pretending like I don't make mistakes or trying to hide them almost feels counterintuitive because it's Denying the very building blocks of life. This makes me think of the musician Prince, who I adore both for their work, but also uh, their process. The best-known albums by Prince are some of their early works, but they didn't stop creating new albums pretty much ever. They produced and released wild albums as late as 
a couple years ago, uh, well, a few years before they died, and the volume of work is just staggering. But not all of those albums are my favorite. In fact, uh, there's some of them that I don't like at all. But would the work that I will always remember, you know, Purple Rain, uh, uh, being, you know, an album that I could like never stop listening to, 1999, would these exist without the rest, without the process that led to the rest? And I don't think so. I don't think so. There's been discussion in the gaming world or game development world about the indie apocalypse. Is there are too many games now, too much noise. And uh, the this feels like it is endemic of a, a larger issue with the acceleration of technology that now there the problem isn't an access to information it's that there's so much information we don't know how to filter we don't know how to curate and a lot of people uh think about this and they they come to the conclusion well it just sucks that there's so much junk out there why do people keep posting all this junk i wish it didn't exist i wish i didn't have to see it but i don't think you get to the good stuff without that. And I don't think that a person, when they're creating, can know whether the thing they've made is a mistake or a masterpiece. They have to put it out there and see how others respond. The pressures of our economic system run counter to that entire process we're taught to hide i was taught to hide mistakes to hide everything but the best that it was better to say nothing or do nothing than make a mistake it's why i think the people we look up to creatively in society uh, cultivate this image of themselves as perfect because we think that being imperfect being messy being a bundle of mistakes being a mistake generating machine has no value I think that It may be all we are, and because we as people have value, it has value. And so I'm going to try to make this process about 
sharing those mistakes. Creating and letting you all decide what they are. I don't think that I can create a polished product, but maybe I can make enough mistakes that something I create is beautiful or innovative or exciting or in some way adds to the universe. We shall see. In any event, I want to thank you for supporting me. If you do, if you don't, and you're just finding this on the internet, uh, consider going to my Patreon. This is the commercial portion of the podcast. Patreon.com slash Dualhammers, D-U-A-L-H-A-M-M-E-R-S. And uh, give me a dollar so that you'll get access to the work I produce. Uh, When I release something that I charge money for, you will get it for free. Uh, You will hopefully get access to things early that are ongoing uh, but I'm just trying to keep it loose basically if you think what I'm doing is interesting and worthwhile and you have a spare dollar to support me existing while I do that then I would appreciate that thank you